Welcome to the Directors Club podcast, exclusively for child care center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned child care center owner with my sister, Sarah. We established Scribble Time as a leader in our community for the past 18 years. And as owners of a 114 student center, we have tried and tested all the systems necessary for a high quality early education center. And through this podcast, we aim to share our expertise and best practices with fellow child care center owners and directors. Together, we'll explore practical tips and tools to boost enrollment, hire exceptional teachers, and manage your center proficiently. Whether you're new to the field or a seasoned professional, I'm here to support you in achieving your objectives. So let's unlock the full potential of your child care center. Hey there, welcome back to the Directors Club podcast. This is a three-part episode on money, and this is episode number three. If you have not listened to the first two episodes, go back. They're the two previous. There's one on budgeting and one on finding extra revenue and extra expenses. This episode is all about unlocking the secrets to childcare center tuition. That's like a big thing that we have. If you're a member of the Directors Club, I want you to know that you can grab your workbook in the money tab. It's the first new training in that section. And in there's all the templates and all the examples that we're going to go through today so that you can get started. We've discussed the importance of creating a well-planned budget, key components to consider, and practical tips to ensure your child care center's financial stability and growth. And today we're excited to bring you a crucial episode that will help you navigate the complexities of tuition management. We'll be going deep into mastering this essential aspect of your business, touching on topics such as increasing fees, implementing late policies, and handling collections. Understanding and effectively managing tuition is at the heart of your child care center's financial well-being. I'm going to share some strategies and real-world examples to empower you to make informed decisions about tuition management. We're going to tackle some common challenges that you may face, such as determining the right time and approach for the fees and creating fair and consistent late payment policies. So let's get ready to dig into some valuable insights. Let's discuss first the importance of effect- efficient tuition management. As a child care center owner, managing tuition fees is crucial to your center's financial stability. Challenges you may face include determining when and how to increase fees and implementing late policies and collecting late tuition. The first thing that you need to do every year is assess the need for a tuition increase. You need to evaluate factors such as inflation, operating costs, and market rates. My go-to is heading to episode number one of this money podcast and doing your budget to really figure out what you need. In the workbook for my members of the club, you're going to find my tuition increase formula. Super easy way to figure out what you should increase your tuition by. Know what you need to increase your number by. And again, that's really going to come from your projected budget because that's going to factor in inflation and operating costs and all those things. Once you figure out how much tuition increase you need to do, the second thing you do is you need to communicate it to your parents. And that's going to be putting it in writing. And again, there's a few examples of different tuition increase letters that you can look at in the workbook if you're in the club. You can write a letter to them. I love to give a notice period so that they have time to plan. A good good rule of thumb 
is to do it with at least as much notice as you require them to give you when they leave. If you give a two-week notice when they're going to leave you, you could give a two-week notice for them. I like to do three weeks, and I like to do that because it just gives you a little bit more planning time for like your, your personal budget if you were paying for childcare. And then as families, if anyone's struggling with it, maybe you could find support for them, like vouchers in your state or other things that they could, resources that they could get access to. You're increasing your tuition based on your budget, which has then obviously factored in all your operating costs, and then you're writing a letter. But every week you need to collect this tuition, right? So you need to have a well-defined policy that helps you maintain cash flow and provides incentive for timely payments. How do you do that? You just put it out there. When do you want to be paid? We like to be paid the first day of the week that your child attends. They're going to come to the center and they're going on Monday if they're full-time, let's say, and their tuition's going to be due that Monday. If they want to pay me for the month, they can on the first day of the month, not after the month has happened. Always have to think about every scenario because what would happen if you think about this, if I allow parents to make payments for the whole month after it happened, and then let's just say for some odd reason they leave and they don't pay you, they owe you that entire month plus whatever the time frame is so that you give to terminate the contract. Really think about all the different ways people can pay you and what your rules are and type those up. Now, I mentioned this in the last episode. If you're struggling writing these policies or you, you don't know how to, what to put in them, get my artificial intelligence course. It's on, it's the, there's a link in the show notes because that is like a game changer if you're like really struggling writing these policies. And write out your policies. Again, there's examples in the workbook for the club. And then what you're going to do is you're going to reshare the tuition payment policy with your parents. And you're going to say to them, oh, I've updated the tuition policy. Here is the how tuition is to be paid. And then the next section you're going to put. And if you don't pay on time, here's the late tuition policy. And that way everyone's on the same page. All right, so let's think about the late tuition policy. Here's an example. At our child care center, we strive to provide the best possible care and education experience for your child and to maintain the quality of services and ensure the smooth operation of your center, we've established the following late tuition policy. Tuition is due on the first day of the week. Your child is enrolled by the end of the day. So Monday, end of the day, it's due. This allows us to cover expenses such as salaries, facility maintenance, and educational resources in a timely manner. Any tuition received after the first day of the week your child is attending will be considered late, and a late fee of $25 will be added to your account. This fee is necessary to cover the additional costs associated with late payments. If the tuition payments are missed for more than two consecutive weeks, your child's enrollment will be suspended for 72 hours during which time we expect payment to be made. If payment is not received within 72-hour period, your family will be terminated from the center and you'll be responsible for the outstanding balance, including the two-week notice fee. Your child may not attend the center until the outstanding tuition and fees are paid in full. This policy ensures that we can continue to provide a safe and nurturing environment. 
That's the policy. And you have to, ready? Stick to it. Stick to it. Don't allow parents to just carry tuition week to week because that gets away from you. That's your money that you earned and they are dropping their child off. Be consistent. Another way to make sure that you're collecting these tuition payments on time is using an automated payment system. Maybe even reminders if they need it, which they shouldn't because they don't forget to drop off. <laughs> when we streamline the payment process and reduce, we reduce the likelihood of late payments. If you have a late payment, don't be afraid to approach a parent. Again, set yourself up. If you're nervous to talk to people, and I hate talking to people about money because I know how expensive child care center payments are. They're so expensive to a family's budget. Just making sure that you you have to approach them. And an easy way to do that is to just come up with a like an email template. Again, using, if you don't know how to write it, like an AI type program to do that. And just get some examples of late payment letters and then just start with that. Email the late payment. Typically, people will respond back to you. If that doesn't work, then a phone call, copy of the statement in the cubby, see the office, stuff like that. And just make sure that you're always following up with that. Set a day during the week. We do Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, because you should hit your first day by Wednesday. Our office manager goes through anyone that has missed their payment. She charges the fee and then she keeps us updated on where everybody is at by the end of the week. When do you involve a collection agency? I don't typically, you're not going to do it while they're enrolled with you because they shouldn't keep coming if they can't pay. But once they leave, if you've attempted to collect the debt and they're not, that would be maybe after a couple weeks, you could keep emailing them maybe once a week, see if they're going to respond. And then maybe in the two to four week zone, you then could go to a collection agency. They are going to take a fee from you. But if it's worth it, if you think it's worth it, you could do that. I've gone down the small claims path before. And to be honest with you, it's just a waste of time because you win because they obviously owed you the money. It's like the truth. but they don't go after the money. They don't. And I haven't always gotten the money. It felt like it was more of a waste of time for me to do that, unfortunately. Because I also know that this whole process is just really stressful because you're always trying to maintain that parent relationship while you're also trying to collect the funds for the business. It is difficult. And I just think that's super important through this whole entire process is to keep this confidential. I Thinking of a center that I have gone to where um, I don't even like we were talking about a child one day with the preschool teacher and she knew that they didn't pay their tuition. And I was like, oh, I hate that, that we'd breach that confidentiality. Keep this confidential. One of the directors who was struggling to manage the tuition payments at her center she it really led to some really poor cash flow issues where at times she couldn't meet her payroll. That's a really bad place to be. And I think that's why I got brought in because it was like more frequent than not. And she knew that she had to take action and she turned she turned to us to see if we could help her with the tuition management. And the first thing that she did was she wrote up a tuition management policy. That's what we did because it, it didn't really have a policy in her handbook. It was just like tuitions due every week. We went in and we gave like really specific and also think about this when you're writing your policy. 
I don't have a problem if a parent gets paid twice a month and they want to pay me when they get paid twice a month. I don't charge them late. If I know when it's coming and it's not accruing and it's like paid on time, I don't have a problem. I don't, if they want to pay me on those, I understand that. And I respect that. We really wrote out her policy and the fees that were going to be charged. And she stuck to it. And then we created her budget for her, like we did in episode one of this money series. And the link to the other episodes, I'll put it in the show notes so that you have it. Click on that and go look at the budget. But we created a budget for her. And then she was able to see that over time, she needed $56,000 extra in tuition this year. And so we calculated how we were going to get that from tuition. And we increased tuition based on those numbers. So she put in pace the policy, shared it with the parent. We did the budget. Then we went ahead and communicated to the families a notice period for her. And she got the tuition that she needed. And she just was really clear and consistent with the late fee policy. And while you do consider some factors in setting these fees and difficult to strike a balance between the fairness and providing an incentive for timely payments. And it really did end up as a result of implementing all these different tuition strategies. This director witnessed significant improvements in her financial stability over time once, you know, it, it's actually it was a quick turnaround when the payment started coming in on time because it used to just be whenever. And it turned into she was getting a lot of money at the beginning of the week. And she didn't have that issue with she didn't have enough money for payroll because they're paying you after and you know, all the things with the money. <laughs> it really was super helpful for her. She also created this open communication and support with the families. And they understood why she needed to do this. And I actually remember because she was afraid when we did this. She was like, I hate talking about money. And I remember one of the parents that she told me about came to her and said, oh, I totally understand why you're doing all this. And I think that made her feel really good because it is stressful talking to people about money. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to emphasize with you again that mastering your tuition management is absolutely essential for maintaining the financial health of your center. Implementing these effective strategies, having a tuition policy, increasing the fees as necessary, communicating them, having a late fee policy, implementing that, being consistent with that, charging those fees for that, because when they have to pay an extra $25 or whatever your late fee is, they're not going to want to keep doing that. And it's a little extra money for you as well. And then deciding once they leave, if you need to go into collections with these parents. And when we put into practice the tips and strategies we've discussed in this episode, you're going to be able to foster stronger relationships with the families you serve building trust and understanding through your transparent communication and empathetic support. So ultimately, solid foundation and tuition management will empower you to navigate the financial challenges that you come across in operating your child care center. So this is concluding our three-part series in money for the month of April. And I want to thank you for joining us on this journey to explore the financial aspects of running a successful childcare center. So in our first episode, we talked about creating a budget, using a system to do that, like a software system. 
checking your budget against your actuals every single month. And don't just say, I'm going to do it. Put it on your calendar every fourth, fourth, if you do it the second week. So every second or third Tuesday of the month, you're hitting your budget and you're in your operational plan just to look at it and make sure that you are meeting your budget needs. We then talked about boosting revenue and reducing expenses. So what fees can you add? What extra things can you add? How can you build your waiting list? Think about the things that are going to protect your money. You need a waiting list. You need enrollment. You need all the things. So go back and listen to episode two on that. And then the third thing is a majority of our money comes from tuition, right? Probably like 98%, I'm going to guess, of of revenue from a childcare center will come from tuition and the other 2% could come from other fees and things. So protecting that asset, that is a huge asset that you have in your business and you need to protect it. You need to have rules around it and you need to hold people accountable and charge money for people that don't pay on time. And throughout this whole series, I've emphasized the importance of balancing financial stability with a commitment to providing high-quality care for children. And when we implement the tips and strategies we've discussed, you'll be able to foster strong relationships with everybody, invest in your staff and your facility, and create a lasting impact on your childcare community. I hope that the knowledge and expertise shared in these episodes have empowered you to confidently manage your center's finances and make informed decisions that will lead to lasting success. Childcare is ever-evolving, but with determination, creativity, and commitment to quality, you can continue to thrive and make a positive difference in the lives of others. I would love to help you implement these financial strategies to improve your knowledge. I meet a few times a month on Zoom with directors in the Directors Club, and I would love for you to join us. Here, you can ask questions, we can brainstorm ideas, I can help you implement and develop these policies, and my favorite celebrate your success. I absolutely love being on my Zoom calls with the directors in the club and hearing all the amazing things happening. And to be honest, some of these tips that I'm giving you over the last three weeks, you're going to see really great improvement right away. So super exciting. So thanks again for tuning in to this episode. I hope you listened to all three. Go back if you haven't. If you have a second, I would love for you to take a minute to rate the podcast and let me know how we're doing. I wish you continued success in your journey as a child care center director, and I love being along for the ride. Have an awesome day, and I'll chat with you soon. Bye, everybody. At the end of every episode, I always feel grateful for the opportunity to connect with you. It's my passion to make your lives easier and help you achieve success in the field. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find all the relevant links to my social media and other online resources in the show notes below. I encourage you to leave a comment or rate the show to let me know how I'm doing and what topics you would like to hear more about. I wish you a fantastic week and want you to know that I'm cheering you on every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and I can't wait to connect with you again on the next episode of The Director's Club.